you're cutting yourself off from this whole spectrum of emotion that's available to you. But what I'm really saying is you're cutting yourself off from all the frequencies that are available to you to attract so many other things into your life that you're basically closing yourself off to. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app dot satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. With a lot of that work around that I did then, I started seeing the world differently and that, you know, oh, there's a lot less, there's a lot fewer assholes. And then I did a a notch retreat, like we talked about in in November. Mm -hmm. And I would say one of the biggest things, and it's funny because we actually... I'll be co-facilitating a retreat with her in March. And a lot of people, I've I've sent her a lot of people from the fitness industry. Mm -hmm. And we went through some testimonial videos uh, from people who had done that work specifically. And every single testimonial video had some level of, I don't judge people anymore or Mm -hmm. as much. And I'm practicing much more acceptance. And every single person, and uh, a few of them are gym owners, and they, who are friends of mine, they've been through the program. I'm, I'm looking at these videos and I go, holy shit. Because I had to not interview me before I saw the videos because I didn't want to pollute my mind sure. with what was said. Sure. And I said the same exact thing too, is there was a level of judgment that just vanished after doing the work. Mm. And what that allowed in everybody's lives was more connection with everyone around them. Sure. And um, for me… I would say I shed the, the hero complex Good. about a year and a half ago. 
um, where, you know, I felt like, oh, this person needs me. I need right. to like, I need to have this conversation with them so they could see this. And it's your own shit. Yeah. 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 It's all my own same, shit. Same with me. And then I would say after a notch retreat, it was like another level of it or it, it feels very different. Because that felt almost forced. It, like mm-hmm. I had this conscious awareness of it and I had to keep checking myself constantly. I was always having to check myself. With a notch retreat, it just vanished. And the difference was, was having an awareness around a behavior or a way of being and actually going to the core wound and just removing it is, is very, in my opinion, in my experience, very different. And that, I guess, the amount of time I need to spend watching myself it's more like automatically happening in my sure. life. And I go, wow. Like I go and I meet these people and all this stuff. And all, everyone starts occurring to me differently. My wife sure. has, I would say in the last, since that retreat, has grown tremendously. And she, she'll tell you that. She's like, holy shit. She found her whole, voice. Yeah, my whole yeah. life is just transformed sure. in the last 60 days. And I think part of it is the fact that her husband wasn't judging her so much anymore. Yes. And I was just like, Ashley is who Ashley is. And I love her 100% unconditionally right now. I'll say this. Before, I was having to catch myself from, like, I was like, okay, let's, let's see people and accept them for who they are. And I had to fight the urge to want to um, see people as their potential. Yes. And after doing the work with the childhood, you know, like wounding and all that stuff, I go, oh, I didn't, I don't even see people, like, I don't really see people's potential anymore mm-hmm. because potential is my imagination. Yes. And I just go, you know what? That's not real. Unless they've told you. Unless you, they've you told me. You have no me. idea what the fuck they're going after. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing that I can, uh, there's nothing that I can help them with. Sure. And yeah, you're right. If someone communicates it to like me. It enrolls you and who they want to be. Yeah. yeah now I'm, like, now I'm of that. service. Sure. Exactly. Please, how can I help you get there? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, it, so that's the case with my wife. And I actually noticed this. I was having, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I had a situation recently. I won't go into too many details because they may listen to this and be like, <laughs> but I just remember hanging out with somebody recently who um, they were, uh, they were a little abrasive, you know, and, and I walked away and it was one of the more challenging interaction I, I had had. Mm-hmm. And I walked away from it going, man, I, I still really love them. Mm. And and I didn't actually, I don't care if they change one bit. I may not hang out with them constantly. Sure. sure. But I was just, whereas before I, I would go, oh, that person has, because it's a really intelligent person. Like, oh, they have so much potential. I wonder how I could help them. Mm-hmm. Like, to hang out with me, you must change. Yeah. To spend more time with me, you have to become this person <laughs> that I think you need to become. Yeah. Right. 100%. Well, you said something really important there. It's very subtle and easy to miss. And it might be the most important key of this whole thing mm. is that you said it feels different now. So even for me, like my experience of you has shifted a lot. And it's because I could tell you're much more in your body. You're much more in tune with who you are. Um, we, we invested a lot of time, like when we first met, me and you, uh, talking in concept, yeah, and a lot, lot less embodiment. In the last year, if you had asked me like what changed, I, I, I found it the most critical thing was taking what I understood and, and embodying it and make sure yep. it's embodied. So, like for example, guys, like if you're um, wanting to teach your child to ride a bicycle, like I could sit with the child and 
talk to him till I'm blue in the face about what it's going to be like to ride the bicycle, except putting him up, even after 40 hours of explaining the physics and the handlebars and how the wind's going to feel and you're going to pedal these, you're going to move your legs in this circular motion with these things called pedals. Like none of that gives them access to riding that bike, right? So that, and the child will be like, oh, I understand how to ride a bike, but putting him on the bike, not going to ride the bike. And then at some point he rides, he or she rides the bike and something changes in the feeling of it. Like the moment you get balance, explain to me how you did that. I don't fucking know. I just, now I have balance. I, I don't understand why I have balance. I know that I do. Now we can, I'm sure, take a scientific approach and completely say, here's what happened in that moment that the person has balance, right? But that's still physics and all those nobody, things. And nobody's uh, explaining centripetal forces to a five-year-old. Exactly. And my, my point is, in the moment you get balanced, something changes. And think about the glee that a child has at the moment they get balanced. They're like, oh my God. And they're free in the way that they weren't a moment before, right? Like in that split second, the whole opportunity, the whole possibility opens to that child about the way the world is. So for me, personal development work has become a lot like that. It's about these like micro shifts in your life and it, and it happens internally like a frequency shift in the body, which we describe as a feeling. Um, so it's like a lot of these concepts are not new to you. It's not like you didn't know about childhood wounds five years ago. Oh, I mean, this is what, I mean, it's so fascinating because I, I, I am curious as to even whether my, I am somebody who loves to learn new stuff. Sure. Like knowledge is just this thing that I, I want to, I want, I can't read enough books mm-hmm. and I can care. I'm very philosophical. I can carry on a conversation and you're right. I, I wonder if that even hurts me at times. I was going to, I was about to say. Because there's this assumption that I got it when I really don't. Yes. Uh, well, we'll, we'll come back to and that, I, the book I, thing. And I walk, I talk to people a lot of times sure. and that's exactly what I'm seeing. I go, because like there's things that I know that I've embodied at this point. I go, wow, I know mm. I really got that. And I remember when I was conceptualizing this so. and I talked to someone who's conceptualizing this and I'm like, I'm like, we can talk about this all day, but I don't think it matters. Sure. And you could check in, right? Like when you talk to people, like you're at a party or having dinner or something like that, when your ego steps in to say something to make you look a certain way, oh, this sounds really good. And it sounds fucking really good at a dinner party, but it's like, okay, well, I'll look at your life and you're not really operating in integrity with what you just said. It's awesome that you understand that. And more often than not, that's what I see with developmental people. It's like, yeah, you can t- you can talk the good game, but it's like, show me in your life where that's actually helping you where you don't have, where you don't have that judgment about yourself, about other people, about the production of results. Uh, I mean, this is like a really big idea, but something we can steep into is like, what does life look like when we don't operate from achievement? Which is a fucking like nearly impossible thing to conceive because the whole planet is based around achievement. So it's something I've been playing with. It's like, how do, if I was to just wake up today and there's nothing to achieve, like, I don't even know what actions I would take, right? If I wasn't trying to achieve something. Anyway, we'll come back to that. (laughs) My, my, My point is, is that like, Guys, like it's all about embodiment and and notice how you you go like somebody will say something to you you're like, yeah, I know that already. You're an idiot if you're saying that because it doesn't matter if you know that already. It's like there's an opportunity in that moment to listen again, hear it new and let a new frequency into your body. And that's why sometimes you'll hear people often say, actually, it's like, yeah, I've heard that before, but it just sounds different to me this time. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it sounds different. It's that it hits somewhere different in the body and there's a new frequency to that. But you let that in, in that moment for whatever reason. Now, if you open yourself up and you're like, I'm just open to new frequencies all the time, you might have heard, then you're open to hearing the same shit you've heard 5 million times. But today, in this moment, the frequency is going to change. And that's the upgrade. 
right? Because again, like I knew about childhood wounds five years ago. I understood it very conceptually. And I'm like, oh yes, I'm in my childhood wounds and I'm going to do this work. And I did it the way that I thought I was going to do it, but I was doing it from my, my logical mind. And what's changed over the last two years, really since Vipassana doing plant medicine work, some of the people I work with out here, like Andrew DiGregorio and, and stuff like that, it's embodiment work. Like two years ago, the stuff I was talking about really early on here in Vipassana was access to a whole bunch of new frequencies. Subtle, subtle frequencies that are available to all of us. Just like, just like your cell phone is picking up on frequency in the airwaves, you're an antenna that can also be tuned to pick up frequencies. Even if you just open yourself up to this idea of like, huh, I can, I can uh, let subtle frequencies into my body. Just notice what happens. You're going to be in conversation. You're going to be much, much more open because you're interested in like, oh, what is my body feeling right now? It is not important as far as I can tell, and this is not truth, this is just my perception, um, it is not important to actually understand what's happening. You know when you do plant medicine work? That's been my experience. Yeah, when you do plant medicine work, you're like, I don't know what's different, but something's different. Well, that, that's something you, you said something <clears throat> maybe a year ago. I remember you saying um, that it's not important to understand mm-hmm. what's going on, uh, understand what's happening. The fact that it happened doesn't change. Sure. And since then, I, I really did let go of like I. This is a, a, a practice I have is I hear something that I that's novel like that, and I go, huh. Spent my whole life trying to understand everything. Mm-hmm. What if when I go into certain situations, I don't give a shit if I understand it or not, and I go into it fully. Mm-hmm. And I started. It was your nice. it was your comment that really put me on a path where I tried that on as my truth. And what I do is I try something on as my truth for a little while and I either keep it or I don't. Exactly. And that's when I kept because I started having much more impactful experiences after trying that on. I go, I'm going to keep it. And I, to this day, I go into experiences where I am just like, I'm just open to whatever's happening and it may not make any sense whatsoever. And I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. It's just we're we're doing this, and then afterwards I'll go. Oh, I actually feel different, or maybe I don't. Sure, yeah. way more expensive, and the same thing with like you know your wife, right? If you're just there's no way that it needs to be. I don't really need to understand her. I'm just going to show up and be a blank canvas for her to show up in every single day so she can show up in her possibilities. I can show up in my possibilities. Suddenly all this beauty starts happening. We can be like that about all of life. So just a few examples here. I hear different numbers all the time. I've heard between 4 trillion to 37.2 trillion cells in your body. Notice how the cells in your body have no awareness of you. There's no cells in my body going, ha, it's really great to be inside a guy today. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck. Now, notice that that doesn't inhibit them doing their job perfectly, right? right. Um, so that's just something to think about for us because it's like, we don't need to have a complete understanding of our universe. Yeah, we could look up and, and ponder about it, but it's like things are still happening whether or not you understand, whether or not you're alive, life is going to keep happening. You're really not that important. And you're really fucking important at the same time. You get to control a very small very small, minuscule aspect of, of our future and the way the world's going to go. Some of us more, some of us less, doesn't matter. But in, in the grand scheme of things, for me and you to be sitting here and having a conversation, 13.8 billion years of evolution had to happen for this exact moment to occur between me and you. That's an amazing thing. Now, my mind is really good at like looking at micro-macro and like saying, if, if it works here, of course it works here. 
Now, as far as we can tell, and by the way, science has pretty much proved the Big Bang Theory. Do you like to go from macro to micro or micro? To, like, is there, is there a place where you, you gravitate? I'm just curious. Well, let me give you like an example. I, I find myself gravitating one direction. Interesting. I, I think I bounce back and forth between the two really well. Like I'll have a conversation with somebody like between me and, me and another individual. I consider that the micro and then I'll test that against, I guess, macro knowledge, let's say, and see if it makes sense. So like my mind is really good at taking models, especially communication models and saying, well, if that's not working for the majority of people, then why the fuck are we working in that model? Okay, well, let's investigate the model. Let's break down the structure of the model and then look at how do we build new structures so that the model works a lot better than it's ever yeah, worked before. Yeah. And, and that's a continual transformation. And I feel like that's actually my work for the planet is to communicate new models of operation through communication and, and now through frequency um, integration, if we could call it that. Like I, I can push my frequency in my body towards other, frequ- towards other antennas and actually give my maps to other human beings. Yeah. And I think that's what we're going to get much more aware of in these next few years is how do we actually uh, expand our frequency so that people around us are actually getting the maps that we already have, like, yeah. almost, like sharing information like the cloud. So, you know, science has pretty much proven the Big Bang at this point in time. It doesn't go against religion. It doesn't go against God. In fact, it just uh, like actually facilitates and and makes those structures even more real. So we could kind of call like scientists in a lot of ways the new preachers of the world, except scientists generally don't have a very spiritual view on things or highly analytical. But quantum physics is spiritual science, right? Basically. So my point is, is if we're looking at this whole quantum field of reality, or at least what we're noticing, is that everything's in harmony, okay? The entire fucking universe is in perfect harmony. If we're part of that universe, our lives are in perfect harmony. No matter what situation is happening in your life, it's in perfect harmony with the vibrational frequency that you are. So it's not about changing situations or circumstances. It's about looking uh, what's the frequency that I'm outputting and that's what's allowing and attracting things back into your life. So now it's like, oh shit, I'm doing this. That's And, and to a lot of people, that's like, fuck. But that's great news because like you said, I changed my perception. The whole world fucking changes. There is no out there world at all. It's all a perceptive state from within. And by the way, even if you're like, what the fuck am I talking about? Every single one of you guys knows this. You wake up in the morning. If you're in a bad mood, bad shit happens all day long. You wake up in the morning. You're in a great mood. Great shit happens all day long. We could Another way that said is there's a frequency in your body that's positive. It's attracting positive to you. There's a negative frequency in your body that's attracting negative to you. The, the more work you do to go internal, feel through the things that you are, have been unwilling to, because everything that goes into your system is constantly trying to come out. And it's our mind is structured in such a way that it keeps saying, nope, I'm not ready to deal with that. And it pushes it back down. And it's like, it's like you're, you're needing to vomit and you're not vomiting. And the more you go in and feel through what you feel through, the more you're going to start feeling worthiness. Because if, if you're not feeling through your emotions, what you're basically telling the subconscious mind is, I'm not worthy of feeling this. So you're, and what that subconscious here is, is I'm not worthy. Then you're like, I want a million dollars. And the universe is like, well, you told me you're not worthy. So fuck that. And that's your vibration is that I'm not worthy. What about bad feelings? There, well, we can say that there's no such thing. Like we can, we can start giving up this, this perception that there's a negative feeling. Fear is not a negative feeling. Anger is not a negative feeling. When you add those things plus shame, it works against you. If you can love the fact that you're shaming the anger, that's already the beginning of loving your anger. And, the, and every part of you that's shadowy, like anger and shame and guilt and all these things, by the way, they also have a gift to, to give you. 
many of the great lessons in your life have come from that. People who are, who use anger without outbursting of wanting to fucking kill people know that there's a fire there and a certainty there that anger gives you about making decisions or moving towards something in your life or having that fire to get something done. That's a huge gift, right? So it, it really all starts with, I'm willing to feel it. Now, as a man, and then I'll kind of uh, cut this off and, and let you come back in. Like as a man, like I know that I, and, and most men I know, have been programmed around two emotional states. You're either in anger or you're in joy. And when you're not joyful, you're angry about the fact that you're not joyful. And when you're joyful, you're like, thank God I'm not angry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, then, but, and, and then you're cutting yourself off from this whole spectrum of emotion that's available to you. But what I'm really saying is you're cutting yourself off from all the frequencies that are available to you to attract so many other things into your life that you're basically closing yourself off to. Now, if, you know, with you and your wife, right? Like when you have a perception of how it is, the person only gets to show up that way. Because you're putting a filter in front of yourself and then the person gets filtered no matter what they're doing. The person feels trapped by that filter. So it's like we can actually help each other transform by being so aware of that and saying, you know what? I'm just going to show up here with like the Buddhist beginner's mind and I'm just going to see what what is the frequency that you're interested in now. I want to be supportive of that new frequency. Let me Let me stand with you and let's bring that more of that frequency in. Boom. Boom. <laughs> it's funny because it's, it's simple. It, it's simple. And if like any ISMS is like, okay, well, what do I do? The problem is when you explain things like this to people, the next thing that it, what I'm saying is this is all a matter of being. And then you talk to people about being and what they say is, how do I be? But if somebody asks you a question, how do I? If any sentence starts with how do I, you're making it logical again. Mm. and you're bringing your automated system. So you're trying to pull from your past. Well, I know I've been happy in the past. So what do I do to make myself happy again? But now you're just repeating the fucking past again. An attempt to recreate a situation. Totally. I mean, this is... God, I mean, please. this would be the same as uh, I went on a date with this girl <laughs> and it was fucking awesome. Like, we had the best time, spent the night, woke up. It was beautiful. And then to think that you're going to do the same exact sure. thing next Friday. And recreate it. How many times has that happened? Yeah, never. 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 Yeah. yeah. Once in a lifetime, right? So when we're talking about things in, in the realm of being specifically. Got to find a new girl. Got to find a new girl. <laughs> Try it again. But that's, you know, but that's like a drug experience, right? Like chasing the pink dragon. Right, right. right. You're, you're trying to recreate the past all the time. When we're, when we're speaking in the realm of being, here's the issue most people have with it. We're, we're trained so much around logic and understanding and being is in the abstract. It's not, it doesn't need to be understood. It gets to be felt though. And, and how that's felt is different for everybody. So when I talk about being and saying, letting in new frequencies and you're like, well, how do I do that? The moment you do that, you actually are moving further away from the thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, <laughs> which, which is paradoxical I wanna, as fuck. I want to unpack that a little yeah. bit. So, <sighs> and <laughs> there is that conversation that's happening, sure. which is, you know, B, don't do. Mm-hmm. This is a conversation I was actually having with Ashley. She goes, I'm not sure I get this whole conversation because how, do, how does stuff get done if you're not doing anything? Yes. And I told her it's not. And then I, I think you're going to have a better explanation of this <laughs> than my... my uh, this one's for you, Ashley. <laughs> uh, I was saying, being doesn't mean you're not doing anything. Yes. What it means is that f- the way you're be- being impacts how you do things and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if people are only focused on what is, what is being done and they're not focused on how they're being... If you, if you focus on how you're being, all the shit just happens. And... For instance, you know, Donald Trump, 
he's the he has the type of he is the type of person you could take all his money away and in a couple of weeks he'd have, you know, ten million dollars back because that's part of his being. Yep. It's just how he is. Mm-hmm. And that it's nothing to do with what he does. Mm-hmm. It's how he's showing up. And so I don't know, some people are gonna get offended. I yeah. use Trump as a how many of you guys just fell off? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was telling her, I was like, there's a danger because I've actually noticed this in the spiritual community at times is, you know, be, don't do. And people are going, okay, I'll just sit at home and wait for the thing to show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a big idea. And to unpack it is big too. So we'll say it this way. Most people get a coach in business and life and relationships and they want, they want to model they want a blueprint. And that blueprint is here's step one, here's step two, here's step three. And it, it, that's how personal development has been taught for a long time. Like Tony Robbins, Tim Ferriss, et cetera. It's all these like models that these people have built. And look, with, with certain conversion predictability, that's going to work. Except it's extremely limiting. Guys, we have an op- like I'm not saying that doing doesn't accomplish in this world. We have plenty of evidence that it does. And it depends on what kind of achievement you want. The difference for me between operating out of doing and out of being doing is like the water's coming out of a hose being is like standing under a waterfall. Like that, that level of, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand how this magical shit is happening. And it's all happening on its own seemingly without any input from me. Okay. So what we're really talking about here is faith and, and, and having this trust that you're divinely connected to an intelligence that's so much greater than you, that it's literally holding the entire universe together with this, intelligence. Okay. So (laughs) I'm going to laugh about this because you just got your wisdom teeth removed, but the reason I still have mine and mine are impacted too, and it never caused me any harm, but I I haven't removed them from my body. And I say this jokingly, but kind of seriously is that I'll take millions of years of evolution over a guy who has been to medical school for four years. Right. And, and, and and you got to get that those people are also looking through a specific paradigm that's given them experience of life. That's having them take certain actions. So I want to bring it back to the being and doing like you asked because this is a paradoxical idea, which is why it's so confusing uh, to, to the mind. It's not confusing to the body. The body knows and, gui- and is guided by these principles so easily when we allow for it, but we are so conditioned to think first and feel second or third or fourth or th- or maybe not feel at all. A lot of people are doing really successful in the, in the business world because of the business world is set up in a masculine type of energy that they like you can't bring feeling into it at all. Well, this is interesting. Yeah. Is, so if you're working in a high-powered business environment, being the guy that walks in as a this being yes. may not – being different might just mean you're not there anymore. I, I say maybe. And, and you know what? That would mean that, that you being that way is not in alignment with what's happening in that office. And you would be totally placid and okay with well, that. I almost feel like it would have to because if you're, if say you're on this track where you're doing, 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 you're around a lot of people who are supporting that and you're supporting that. And then now you shift who you are. Maybe that you don't have to leave, but well, I guess, I guess this is exactly Maybe what we're talking about. Th- things are going to shift tremendously. Totally. Whether you're there or not, things are, it'll be different. I want to give an example. Okay. okay. So let's talk about money because everybody's interested in money. Now, seems to be like, a seems to be a topic. Yeah. Cryptocurrency, buy it. It's good. Um, <laughs> that's my, that's my, to- my, my Actually, ticket for the day. I have a conversation I want to have with you about that. About crypto? I, on the show. Um, I'm, 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 I'm Philosophically getting, based conversation. I'm getting pretty knowledgeable about this. So I do have some say. Anyway, um, anyway, so here's what I want to tell you guys. Hey, I just wanted to pause here for a second and tell you about something that I realize many of you have no idea about. 
So Guy and I have just released a brand new advanced training. So after hundreds of emails and questions constantly asking us, well, how do I have it all? How do I have it all? We've created the five pillars to having it all. So if any of the things we share with you here on the podcast have resonated with you, then I'd like to invite you personally to an all new training. Now you can register for the next live class by heading to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. There you'll be able to register for the next live class. Or if you're one of these people that I need it now, you can always just watch the latest replay on that page as well. This, by the way, my friends, is a robust, in-depth training that will help you clearly see what's currently stopping you in any area of your life, be it your health, your relationships, your finances, or simply just maybe you want to manifest that big dream. It will help you with all of that. So again, go check it out by going to www.satoriprime.com forward slash register. And now back to the podcast. Let's talk about, I had a situation a few months back and I'm meditating and I hear that I get to receive a quarter of a million dollars. Okay. Now my mind, I feel it in my body. Like I'm told by call it spirit, call it divine intelligence, call it something. Something sends me this message that says, you get to receive a quarter of a million dollars. My programming kicks in and says, what do I got to do? Okay. Now, I want you to think that when you start trying to understand this, it's so paradoxical that literally, like if you're here, uh, my hands are up in the air, but for people on video. So if like my hand is in front of my face and there's another one like a foot out, like as I try to move towards this thing by understanding it, it's actually moving away from me with equal and opposite force. Okay. Beingness is understanding that point A and point B, there's no straight line between those two locations. They're actually in the same exact location. Okay. So well, one quick example, think about like the way that, that business used to be done in an office. Like when you have to get information, you get up from your cubicle, you'd walk over to where the filing cabinets are. You'd bring the file back to your desk. You'd open it up. You'd read the information. You take some action based on that. That was considered efficient. Then we got computers, the files on the computer. Now the fucking computers are in the cloud right? Does anybody know where these fucking files are? I have no idea where my files are hosted. However, I have zero doubt that when I click on a folder, that that file is going to be there. So in this beingness, I'm talking about like that. It's like a cloud that's in front of you that you can go in and just like pluck it out of there. Okay. And it's, and it's that easy. That's where A and B are in the same location. There is no straight line that's needed to happen between these two things to participate in this action. Okay. So back to my example of quarter of a million dollars. So my automated sequencing kicks in and starts thinking, well, we could do this. We can build that. We can run this promotion. We could tell these people, right? Quarter of a million dollars. So I call up my brother and we start going, and he's my business partner. And we start going through the typical masculine rigmarole of what are we going to do to make this million dollars? And then I hear the voice coming again says, I didn't say you have to make a million dollars. You get to receive a, a quarter of a million dollars, excuse me. And I was like, bro, I'm like, stop it. We're not building anything. We're going to receive this. Okay. Within the next seven days, a series of actions and, and things happen that literally quarter of a million comes into my account. And the way this happened, really quick bullet points is one of them was, um, I didn't know, but in 2015, we had uh, reincorporated my company and you get like a EIN, like your social security number for your business. Basically, I sent that to my merchant. They typo, they created a typo when they entered my EIN and that created a situation where they were withholding 30% of my gross revenue for the last year and a half 
without my knowledge at all. So I was only getting 70% of all my profits without any knowledge of this whatsoever. And somehow during my accounting last year, my accountant like found this thing. He goes, what's going on over here? And we're like, we have no idea. We call up the company and they owed us, turned out like $80,000 for this like specific merchant account. Okay. So then, then they're like, well, you guys can't get this till you till 2017 is over and you file taxes in 2018. And we're like, are you fucking kidding me? Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, money gets released to me. A day later, my brother is uh, talking to one of our coaching clients and had mentioned that we're like this conversation that I had with him. He goes, oh, I have a guy for you in North Carolina. I think he'd be interested in giving you guys money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, great. So my brother calls him. Sure enough, the guy's like, yep. I'd love to invest with you guys. We weren't looking for an investor at all, right? You guys get this. And he's like, why don't I fly up to New York and come meet you and just to make sure everything is on the up and up. And my brother's like, no, if you're the one putting the money, I'll fly down. So hangs up the phone, calls my parents because he needs to call my parents now. He's flying down to North Carolina. means the kids needs, need somebody to watch the kids and tells my parents like, hey, can you guys watch the kids this weekend? They're like, why? I'm flying down to North Carolina. Anyway, long story short, my parents are like, don't take that money. They're like, we want to, we have a whole bunch of equity in the house. We've been wanting to give you guys money. And it's like, instead of like a 10% loan, we got a loan for like 3%. Okay. That happened in, I think, seven to nine days. Now, my point is, if my energy was such that, that I need to go and create that money or do something to make that money. First of all, I want you guys to notice the difference in languaging versus I need to make money. Think about that. It's like, I'm a slave. There's some action I have to take in order to make money. Where are you making money? The money's already out there. We're not making money. That's just saying I'm going to make energy. It's fucking there already. Okay? It sounds exhausting. It's exhausting. And, it, and, and first of all, you don't have to make anything in your life. You get to do everything in your life. You get to pay your bills. You get to work on your health. You get to work on your relationships. You don't have to work on anything. I, I, had, a, I had a breakthrough about know, four, six weeks ago where... Yeah. I've been using the I get to language more, yes. fr- more frequently. And I'd gotten this tax notice that I owed money from 2015. Of course, the IRS loves to do that. Sure. But, you know, happens to me like <laughs> seven times this year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you owe us money. We won't tell you exactly why, but anyways. So I go, it pissed me off for a second. I go, mm. I'm driving down the road and I say, I get to pay taxes. Right. And all of a sudden, I felt so good about it. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I just feel good about it now. Instead of it being this thing that like hangs over my head. I used to, it used to eat me up. Sure. And now I'm just like, yeah, I get to pay taxes. I'm just, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time you get hung up on something like that, you're investing energy by being pissed off about it, holding it in place. And it's that energy that's being invested there that's not getting invested in allowing, surrendering, and manifesting, yep. right? So it's like the more, the more you're capable of getting into that habit of it. So it's like you can say, I noticed I got upset when that letter came. Mm-hmm. That's accurate. Saying like, I'm angry right now, you're actually creating yourself as the being of anger. You're investing all your energy in anger. And, and, it, and it's, that's what kills the velocity and your ability to allow and manifest. So like, you know, when the secret came out, they're right. There is like the, this attraction model, except the attraction comes from what your, your system is willing to allow. So it's really like, it's really the law of allowing more than the law of attraction. It's like when I, what I allow is what I attract, right? Mm. So when, when you think, and this is how most poor people are thinking and, and you have to blame everybody who's doing it for you. And, and this works across the board for health and bad relationships. It's like you will find with people who agree with your reality. Those are your friends notice, by the way, the people who agree with your reality. Otherwise, they're not your fucking friends. This is how it goes. So it's like when we're talking about manifestation, like, you know, I'm using that example because stuff like that happens in my life on a daily basis now. And most of the time, I don't understand what's creating it. 
I just know it's because I'm not doing. So like, guys, I want, I want to, I want to just quick disclaimer before you go there is I, it takes something to get to that place. Like if there's, if I could say what, what is spiritual development these days, it's the capacity to surrender. Like what could you take responsibility for? And then surrender to, if you're sitting in a chair right now, you're like, well, guy told me that if I just fucking sit here and say, I'm going to get a quarter of a million dollars, I will maybe depending on where you are in your developmental cycle, you know, so like it takes something to get to a point where you can consistently see that. And it's not a lot of hard effort. However, it does take introspection that most people are, either not willing to do or haven't done yet. So it's like, I wouldn't tell you like, okay, stop your job right now and go sit in the fucking chair and manifest. Although I do think that that's what we're capable of doing. And it really comes from being. So again, you're going to, you're going to hear me say this and watch your mind say, well, how do I, and it's, it's that need to understand that desire to understand that's actually pulling you further away from having this come to pass in your life. What I can offer you is if, if, if there's a formula, it's get curious. If there's not a lot of money in your life right now, get curious. Don't try to understand. Just be like, oh, I'm curious about how I could receive more money, not earn more money, not create more money, not make more money. I'm curious about how you get to receive more money. And that's it. Just be with that curiosity. Don't have me answer it for you. Don't have Michael answer it for you. Don't have anybody else answer it for you. Just get curious. I don't know if you're going to read a book or if you're going to watch a movie or you're going to talk to one of your friends or you're going to listen to a song or you're going to be walking down the street and overhearing a conversation. Something is going to come into your field to suffice that curiosity, which is going to lead you to an answer that's a frequency in your body shift that will allow you to receive more money in your life. That might come in as a relationship. That might come as an IRS letter that says, by the way, sorry, we owe you money. It might come as like a check that you didn't know you deserved. Like I, I, I can't tell you how many of my students experience stuff like this now who were super logical people. And I had to sit there and just do a meditation with them to go through feeling one time And within the next week, they're like floored by how much shit is happening. Deals are closing. I have a guy who's a, um, had his helicopter license who, because he felt he was supposed to turn down a right, he made a right on the road he never makes down. He's like, I'm curious what's down there. Curiosity ended up going to this guy who brought him to an airfield who asked him to fly his helicopters for him, at least starting out for free. But this is like a lifelong passion of his to fly helicopters. You can imagine not a cheap thing to do. And now he's flying fucking helicopters all over uh, Canada for free. And that's going to eventually turn into a job for him. You know, like, I don't know how shit like that happens or why he closed on a $50,000 deal that's been waiting in the wings for two years and suddenly just closed with no resistance or why like all these things are happening in people's lives, but they do. And it happens when they stop doing. Yeah. I'm going to go back to just that terminology of I get to receive. Mm-hmm. It's so funny is I was practicing that and then I'm glad we're having this conversation because um, I noticed that in the last week I slipped out of that. Mm-hmm. I had this conscious awareness to, to say I receive and then I started and then it's all in the last week I haven't seen anything new come in. Mm-hmm. But before that money, it was coming in and then I had something shift that freaked me out a little bit. And then I went into that more survival mode where I go, oh, I got to hustle now. Yep. Survival, survival. Interesting. Well, let's, uh, I'll challenge you on a thing like that. Nothing came in this week. I, I doubt that. Well, not the way. Not the way you wanted to. Right, right. Not the way your survival strategy would say things are supposed to arrive. I had something really amazing arrive today. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what happened today. I went to just have a conversation with somebody just 
for pure joy. Mm. Just like I'm just want I want to catch up with this person and hang out, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm seeing it. exactly. And now I'm seeing it. And I'm, I'm I'm having a little chuckle. That's so funny with myself. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and the reason I'm having a chuckle is because I woke up this morning and I looked at my to do list. Mm. Of things I could do. And last night I went to bed thinking, I'm going to wake up in the morning. I've got a lot of things I need to do. Uh, I got a new website launching on Monday. And uh, I want to have all these things in place because they got to be in place. I went to bed that way. And I woke up this morning with a completely different energy. I mm-hmm. woke up. <laughs> and by the way, I this is what's funny is I got I was, the last 24 hours. Okay. So I went to, I'm feeling this way. Not before I went to bed. I was feeling this way and I, I was on my computer and I saw my to-do list and I tried to make myself do it. I go, and it's like I was hitting a wall. Yep. I go, I was like, that has to get done this week and it's Thursday night. And I kept trying to go. And I was like, it's not working. Ashley went to a seminar. And <laughs> so I go, you know what? I haven't done much movement today. I just want to like, I'm just going to chill the fuck out. Mm. So I packed a big bowl of marijuana. I fired it up. And for, for a lot of people, smoking weed is like means that they're going to they're gonna pack a bowl, smoke it, hop on the couch, turn on some football and eat some Doritos. That's, that's me. That's that, me. That's not me. So for me, what I did was I did that. And then I got in my floor. I turned on my red light. And uh, by the way, I do a lot of shit in front of that red light. Now it's fucking amazing. And I won't ask too many questions. Well, here's the thing is the cool thing about the red light is, um, and I was doing this before, but with a different light is I turn off every light in the house mm-hmm. and the only light that's on is on me. And with mm-hmm. red light, what's cool about red light is it doesn't travel very far. Mm-hmm. So the, it, it's only lighting up what it's on. So to me, what I do is when I turn on the red light, there's no, nothing else in the world. Nothing exists but what's happening where the light is Interesting. at. Because uh, I do this at night in the dark. So I turn on this red light and, um, and I smoke a bunch of weed. And for two hours, I do what would look like yoga. And I'm just breathing and moving and expanding and contracting and just in it. Like I am there. The only thing I can feel is my body. Mm-hmm. And the I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just, oh, by the way, I was playing uh, some of your music. So I was listening, because that's my thing too. That's part of the whole deal. So the whole deal is red light, darkness, guys mix, and uh, sometimes a club or a mace or yoga. And, um, and I wasn't even going to do yoga. I was going to do something else, but then my equipment was in the car that Ashley took. And I go, oh. So I ended up doing yoga instead, which is kind of uncommon right now, but I, I think I'm going to take it up a lot more. Yeah. Got completely present and happy. I was fucking just, when Ashley got home and it was time to go to bed, I was just like on top of the fucking world, just relaxed. Awesome. And I go to bed and I sleep for nine hours. And I wake up and I feel like I haven't felt this good in a long time. Mm. I'm just like, ugh. Centered. And if you would have asked me on Thursday afternoon, on Friday morning, if I wake up feeling amazing, what am I going to do? I'm going to knock out that to-do list. Right. That's not what I did. I hung out with her. We had a conversation, a nice breakfast. I <laughs> dropped her off over at Landmark. And then <laughs> I made a phone call to have a conversation to catch up with somebody. Then I go over to my buddy's house and we work out and we chill and we eat and nothing, like n- there was not a lot of doing. 
It was, uh, it was just movement and hanging out and enjoying company. Sure. And that conversation actually, I think, was one of the most valuable conversations I've had in a while mm-hmm. that will relate to business in the future. It was a, it was a conversation of, yeah, do you want to do something together at some point? Yeah, probably soon. And it got to a point where like, oh, we're both very excited about this. Mm-hmm. And knowing where both he and I are at in our development and in our, where we're at in our experience, it's going to be, whatever we do, is going to be really beautiful and probably make a shit ton of money. And the way that we talked about it happening was neither one of us will actually have to do very much. Mm-hmm. And it's going to create a really big impact. And we're going to help a lot of people. But the way in which we do it is going to be really easy for us. So... That's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, look, I So I, you're right. I love it. Like, you know, that that's the thing though. It's like it um not forcing anything. The forcing is the very masculine energy, and I'm not vilifying masculine energy. There there's an absolute place for doing in this world. It's just like um action through guidance. Uh, I, I it's like I don't want to say like I wait for instructions. I, I wait for the inspiration. Mm, and then yeah. and then I act with inspiration mm-hmm. as it feels in alignment with who I am and what I'm about and what my soul wants and all these other things. And and that's the action. Like there is a magical little journey to be taken on there. Your soul came here for a reason. It picked the location and time and family in which you were born in. And all that stuff is is in, in perfect harmony. And and that and that's my point about looking at micro and macro. If if this whole universe is in harmony and we're part of that universe to assume that the way that we're living is outside of that harmonic frequency is fucking insane. If you're getting pulled, if you're getting pulled over by a police officer right now, guess what? That's in harmony. If you're losing all your money right now, guess what? That's in harmony. If you're in the best love life and having the best sex of your life, guess what? That's in harmony. Everything that's happening inside of your experience is in that harmonious nature. But that's the beautiful part when that IRS letter comes. Oh. This is in harmony with what with what money is supposed to be like for me right now. You don't know if putting that money is like a karmic debt that you have from five lifetimes ago to equal that harmonious energy, guys. It's a t- we're in a timeless state. Time is an illusion. So everything is harmonizing all the time. Meaning, like if if you know somebody steals money from you, you don't know how many lifetimes ago maybe you stole from them, and that's and you know you stole from that soul, or there was some exchange there of value that they didn't get paid for. Now, if you start looking at things that way from that like really high end perspective, there's never really much to get upset about. The question I would always say to you, and if like there is a blueprint, it's like get curious about why it's happening. And remain open that you're going to get guidance and information as to why it's occurring. And it's coming. When you try to like force it, you're going to put your automatic automatic survival patterns into place. And they're going to show you what they think they're seeing to continue the same life path that you've been on that that survival pattern creates. Now, if you're interested in that, great. Keep doing that. That's fine. There's And it's not like one is more right than the other, guys. But like, if you look at your life, you'll notice that the same relationships come in. You have the same struggles with money. You have the same struggles with your love life. You have the same struggles with sex and your health and all the other things. It's like nothing is changing outside of yourself that's going to make that difference. Like nothing, right? So it's like you're either going to like slow things down, 
you know, start feeling these things through and start being shown through guidance how to start perceiving everything differently, or you're going to let those patterns keep going over and over again. And again, I want to tell you, if you're going to create something for yourself, like, oh, here's what I want to move towards. And this is why resolutions fucking suck for most people is because they create resolutions that create stress for them and create overwhelm for them. That's why nobody stays in the gym past January because they're just overwhelmed and stressed the entire time that they're there. The automated system kicks in and has them do what they did before. So it's like a fat person, again, is like dealing with weight loss and they're stressed and overwhelmed. Guess what what their patterns do? Their patterns make them eat more to avoid feeling the anxiety in their body. That's how they deal with the anxiety. So it's like, of course they're getting fatter, you know? So it's like a person in that situation has to look at what makes me feel good now. Maybe it's just like, you know what? Well, I can commit to uh, uh, losing a pound to two pounds a week. Maybe that feels good, right? And then it's like, fine, right? I'm not going to be that person uh, six weeks from now, but I can move towards that. Now, that might become intuitive six weeks from now where then you're like, oh, wow, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, Now it feels good to me to say I'm going to make healthy choices for my body or I'm going to be really in tune with my health. And whatever that next step is, then that becomes intuitive over six weeks. Suddenly you're losing five pounds a week, right? It's going to grow on itself. And it really is that Henry Ford line. It's like, just take the first step. And when you take that first step, guess what's going to happen? The next step will be revealed to you. The next step will be revealed to you. Otherwise, it's like, you know, the example I always give is like driving a car at night. I probably said this even on the podcast before. It's like if you're driving a car at night, you know, that, that beam is only showing you the next 50 yards in front of you. Most people are living their life like they're driving that car at night, but they stop every 50 yards and they ask the person next to them, you think it's safe to go another 50 yards? And it's like, no, you just keep your foot on the gas and you trust that the road is going to keep unveiling itself to you. For me, if I could give like offer where to look at how to live your life, it's just just move towards what makes you feel good and get curious. And then watch what happens. And you can write me, email me, Guy at Satori Prime. You tell me what happens. And I'm t- this is quick when you do it, when you be it more than, than do it. That, that's for me, that's the best advice I can give you. Dope. I think we end it there. Cool, man. Thank you for joining me today. This has been really, really good. Of course. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'll see you guys later. All right, everybody. Bye. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, but when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All 
Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all. And we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Mm -hmm.